Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Apostle E.A. Ajay. Apostle E.A. Ajay is the founder and pastor of Devotional Light Church. He is also the founder of the Jesus the Answer campaign and an author of several best-selling books. Devotional Light Church is a vibrant church with people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to E.A. Ajay. Today the Lord has sent me to come and tell you that he has he has thought for you. He has thought what? For you. He thinks about you. He thinks about you. He says, I should come and tell you that he thinks about you. That he's thinking about you. That he's been thinking about you. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. That you must understand that if you said you're a Christian and you are his, then he, he has thought about you morning, afternoon, evening weekly, monthly, yearly, he's thinking about you. Amen. He's thinking about you. He's thinking about you. He's thinking about you. Amen. He's thinking about you. Amen. The only difference is maybe your ways are not his ways. Or let me put it like that. His ways are not what? Your ways. Amen. And his understanding is deeper and higher than you. So maybe you not believe it or you take his prompting and his ways for granted. You understand? And that is the challenge. That is the challenge he has with you. He has with you. Because as for him, there he's thinking about you. Amen. When he wake up in the morning, he has no work. His work is thinking about you. Thinking about you. Isaiah 55 verse 8 to 11. Amen. He's thinking about you. Thinking about you. Thinking about that prayer you've been praying. Thinking about those needs of yours. Thinking about your future. Your now. Amen. He, he has thought about you. Amen. Amen. And you must be believe this. Amen. Please read it for us. Isaiah 55 mm -hmm. verse 8 to 11. Mm -hmm. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Mm -hmm. Neither are your ways my ways. Mm -hmm. As the heavens are higher than the earth, mm -hmm. so are my ways higher than your ways, mm -hmm. and my thoughts than your thoughts. Mm -hmm. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So in the Isaiah 55, verse 8 to 11, read, so he said, His thoughts are not what your thought, neither are your what? Ways what? Right. His ways. But then he said, My thoughts, he said, My thoughts done, he said, As the, the heavens are higher than the so are my thoughts higher than your thought. So it means that he has thoughts about you. Do you understand? He has thought about you. He has thought about you. The only thing is, his thoughts are not the same as your thoughts. The way he thinks and the way he's thinking about you and for your future is not the same as the way you think for yourself, you understand, and for the future. You, you cannot even guess tomorrow. You don't even know next week. But he can see all things. Amen. You don't even really know yourself well. Amen. But he knows you even before you were what? Born. Amen. And you see, your, your ways or the ways we think it works, it's not, really the, it's not really the norm. It is the society or the country that you are in 
makes you and train you and put things that the way should work like this. It's not necessarily right. Even when you take London, I learned people from South London have a different accent from people from North London. The people even at, don't get me wrong, I don't know for now, but couple of years ago, certain parts of Brixton are totally different from people from what? Streatham. The things they say, the things they believe in Brixton was totally different from Streatham. So you see, human ways, even we, just small South London, different ways, different what? Thought. So that same way, God has his ways. His ways. And he says, you are welcome. He says, his ways are higher, higher than what? Your ways. His ways are what? Higher than your ways. His ways are higher than your ways. So are what? His thoughts. Higher than your thought. Your thought is the way you think. The way you think. It might be right. It might be good. But God has a higher way of thinking than you. You understand? And he said it's, the gap is so big. So big. He said as the heavens are far from the earth, so are his ways far from yours. And his thought far from yours. So it means that you cannot guess God's ways. You see, regarding you in your situation, you cannot guess how God would do it or when he would do it. You can't. The gap is too much. Please, do you understand? And also the way he thinks is different. It's different. If you're among humans, if you're among your children, you see that they think what? Different. Completely what? Different. You understand? But he gives you rest assurance. He gives you rest assurance that his ways would definitely come to pass. And his thought would definitely come to pass in connection to what? His word. Because his word is his word. But what about you? About you depends on you. He has thought for you. He has way he will bring it up to pass. But you must what? Allow him. His word, what he has said he would do in connection to him, will never ever what? Fail. Please, are we getting it? So, if his ways are higher than your ways, if his thoughts are higher than your thoughts, and it's so huge, then what do you do? You have to believe in him. You have to trust in him. Because you, you, even when he explained it, you might not get it. You might even be confused. I'm a pastor, and believe me, there are things that the more I even explain to people, the more they get confused. The more some even feel depressed. As I'm explaining. So imagine God. You see, when I start explaining to somebody, why is that you are not, mar- why you are not getting a partner? And why sometimes they feel depressed? Because when I start explaining, they begin to see the reasons with them. So a lot of things God cannot explain to you because when he explains you might be confused. Jesus says something. He said, I tell you earthly things and you cannot believe it. How can I tell you what? Spiritual things. Things that is common, you can see, you can't believe it. Then when I bring the invincible, how can you? So you have to just trust and what? Believe in him and trust in what? Believe in what? His word. That's why he gave you the understanding that as for his word, say his word will never fail. He said, as it rains. You see, when it rains, there's no way the rain will freeze. It will definitely fall. It's a sure thing, isn't it? That same way, say his word, when sent forth, will never what? Fail. So, in other words, to have thought or to be in align with God's thoughts, God's thought for you. And also, 
to, to follow God's ways and to be in his path, his way for you, the secret is to obey the word because the word will never fail. Do, do, do we get what I'm saying? If you lean on your own understanding, that's not God's understanding. If you lay on your own ways, that's not God's way. If you lay on your way, your own way of thinking, that's not God's thought. So it can fail. As many a time we have seen that it has failed. Oh yes. If you are at least 25 years, you will know better. And if you can't deny it, but you see it. You've seen that it has failed. So his ways are not your ways. So the only way is the word. The word. Because say, my word that goeth out of a man, it shall not return unto me void till it accomplish what it has been sent to accomplish. So what is the sure thing that will come to pass? The word. So as long as you're obeying the word, you'll be in the ways of God. As long as you're obeying the word, you'll be in the thought of what? God. Please, are, are we getting it? Are we sure we are getting it? Because he thinks, he has thoughts. He thinks. One of the things the Lord is showing, has shown me or is showing me recently, because every season and what like he's dealing with, is that like many people think, when they think of God, the Holy Spirit, they think of him as a robot. They think of him as senseless. They think of him, yeah, I'll explain many people. They think of him, and I'm talking about Christians, they think of him as without intelligence. Because they expect that, why God can't do it? Why won't God do it? I've just asked God that he should do this. So why hasn't, when you think like that, you are saying God doesn't have intelligence. You are, that's what it means. You are saying he just do anything anyhow. Because if you believe God has intelligence, he does things with purpose. You cannot go and put your hand in fire for it to be burned and can't say, God, let, restore it for me. Because you know that God has created that when you put your hand in fire, the hand will not be the same. Something will happen to the hand that we call Ben. So if you do that and you can't cry, you will not say, why won't you do it for me? You say, have mercy. Can you do something about it? Do, do we get what I'm saying? Many people think they can do anything and yes, to God will come true for you. When you think like that, you think that he's, that he's not wise. You're thinking God, God doesn't have intelligence. No, that's what it means. Like, are you sure you, you get what I'm saying? Many people deal with God like, uh, because show me on this earth. You cannot do anything on this earth and ex anyhow, do anything anyhow and expect a specific outcome. Is it possible? Can you bath anyhow and expect that you look good? Can you do your makeup anyhow but expect that it will be smooth? Yeah. Can you study or go to school anyhow and expect that you come out with flying colors? No, can you work anyhow and expect that? It, there's nothing. But when it comes to God, that's how many people deal with God. So it's like God doesn't have intelligence, doesn't do things with people. But it is not like that at all. He, so he has thought. He has thought. He has ways. Because he said, my ways. So when you come, what are God's ways? What, what are God's ways? He clearly said, my ways. He said, I should come and tell you, my ways are not like your ways. Many of the things of God, I cannot explain it. I don't understand. And, and, and I understand that I don't understand. It's not a problem. I understand. Because up to now, I don't even understand Pastor Joyce well as a wife. You understand? Yeah, last time we went to intercession, one hour, we were trying to figure out things. <laughs> Am I lying? Up to now, I still don't even understand her. How much more God? 
So, so me, there's no problem. I understand that I don't understand. So small, small, step by step, I will understand. Sometimes after the whole issue, they gain a bit of what? Understanding. Because say, his ways are not what? Our ways, our thoughts are not. His thoughts are not. So he has ways, he has thoughts. But he gave us a clue that for one thing, his word, what he has said, will never. So it means as long as you hold on to what he has said and you are working in it, you'll be in tune with what? His ways and his thoughts. And he's saying that don't try to understand it. Yeah, no. He didn't say don't think about it because when you read the Bible, say meditate on this. So he didn't say don't think about it. And he didn't say do not reason. He didn't say, remember, the Bible says wisdom is the principle. So that's not what he said. But he said that the gap between it, imagine if I have to explain everything to Renel, every instruction I give to Renel, all the time, is it possible? She just have to trust me that wear winter jacket, that wear uh, go to school, that do your homework. She just have to trust me that you cannot have coke this morning. You have to have oat. She just have to trust me. As she grows, you begin to understand. Please, please, you understand. So the reason why God says I should tell you this because He has plans for you. Amen. He has, He said, He has plans for you, and He said these plans are plans to prosper you, to give you a future and a hope, and not to harm you. You see, and without you understanding that His thoughts are not your thoughts and His ways are not your ways, His plans for you will not or may not come to pass because you frustrate it. Because that same way He's carrying you to that fulfillment of that plan. You come out of it. That same pattern of thought, way of thinking, that is carrying you to that way. You come out of it. Jeremiah chapter 29 please. Verse 11. Amen. Please you understand. Because when you are dealing with God, when it comes to God, you are not the leader. You cannot be the leader. He is the way. He is the way. He is the way. He is the way. Yes. You cannot tell God that this is how I deal with you. This is how I am. Even your children don't accept how you are. <laughs> Even some of you for years, your partners will not accept how you are. Mm-hmm. As for your manager, don't even go there. How much more God? Yeah, amen. Please read it for us. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse, verse 11. 11. Mm-hmm. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Mm-hmm. Plans to give you hope and a future. Amen. Amen. So he said, he has plans for you. Plans to what? Prosper you and not to harm you. To give you hope and not to what? And a future. Many people, when you are dealing with God, as if God wants to harm you. Oh, yeah. By not obeying his word. It's like what you obey will harm you. But it's not to harm you. And his plan is to give you hope. Many people are hopeless in the United Kingdom. And the world. But you see, when you are hopeless in the United Kingdom, believe me, it's the worst place to be hopeless. You see, when people are hopeless in places like Zimbabwe or Tanzania, in their hopelessness, they still have hope. Because their hope is someone in overseas, United Kingdom, will come and help them, will send them, will give them capital. Or one day a door will open for them to go there and they will be fine. You see, so even in their hopelessness, they have hope. That's why they hardly commit suicide. But when you are here and you don't have hope, 
where again on earth? Tell me. Because when you go to America, it's even worse. When you go to Germany, even it's worse because you don't understand the language. <laughs> Russia, oh, that one, forget the code. Amen. Australia, hey, they are straight. Criminal record alone, they won't allow you. So tell me, hey, stop that. Where? Where again? Where again? So he has plans for you to give you future. So he doesn't have only plan that you marry or you, you'll be healed today. But plans that you marry, your marriage will endure. That is future. That you'll be healed today and remain healthy. That is future. Not only now. But many are so shallow. They are thinking now. now and that is our problem. They are thinking now. You want to have sex now. Now. You are not thinking that sex now, tomorrow, your life is messed up. I've come across a lot of, especially ladies, that their life have messed up because of that boy. That I've come across a lot. A lot. And anybody above 30 know many people like that. Many people like that. Meanwhile, sex, you have to think about the future. The future. The future. The future. You want money now? Money now? Nobody gets money overnight. You are doing everything to hurt yourself. God thinks about the future, not just to give you money now, but that you have money in your old age. You see, so plans to prosper you. So everything he tells you to do is because he has plans for you. It's not for him. It's not when God says we should love one another, that God does he benefit. It doesn't benefit. When God says bring the tithe and offering that there may be food in my house, does he benefit? By now, I've been coming from security. And we will still, yeah, it's not like, it's for us. So he has plans for you. But know that that plans he has for you to prosper you, the way to that plan will not be or necessarily be your way. And the way he thinks will not be your way. Give room for that. Make adjustment for that. I'm not talking about my way. I'm talking about God's way. But his ways will surely be fulfilled. Praise the Lord Jesus. Let's read. This is a love letter from God for you. Amen. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 to 6. Amen. 5 to 6. So God has plans for you. Plans to prosper you. To give you a future and a hope. Amen. Amen. He Amen. has plans for you. Amen. So Proverbs that we are going to read is telling you that trust in him. Trust in him. Without trust, you can't. Read it for us first, please. Proverbs chapter 3, verse mm. 5 to 6. Mm-hmm. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Mm. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. Amen. Amen. So he's saying that trust in him, trust in the Lord, trust in him and don't lean on your Your own understanding. understanding. Don't lean on your own understanding. Your understanding to God is shallow, believe me. Believe me, five years ago, ago I understood things, but today I understand better. Ten years ago, I understood things, but today I understand better. So I understand that I don't understand, and I understand that next year, next five years, I will understand better. So I make room. I don't lean on my own understanding. God is not against understanding. Remember, the same promise is seek understanding first. But do not lean on your own understanding in connection to God. Because before that, I said, trust in the Lord and don't lean on your own understanding. The way you understand life or your world, you'll be surprised it's even opposite to the reality. Or it's in that your small circle. It doesn't even cross the barrel. But life is bigger 
than your circle. The reality of life eh, is bigger. Why does he say trust him? You can have faith in God, but no trust in him. Many don't trust God. Many only believe. They don't trust. Yes. That's why you'll be lukewarm. That's why you'll be picking. So it goes back to the word. To the word. Trust that his word, when sent forth, will not come back empty-handed. So trust in the Lord. Trust in him. He says, come and tell you. Because he has plans for you. And not plans to harm you. But to prosper you. To give you a future. Future is key. And hope. Hope is what keeps you going. It's like the fool. If you are hopeful, you will go on. If you are not hopeful. See, when you are depressed, you, you means you are not hopeful. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. When you, you, you are always bored, you can't work and those things. It means there's no hope for you. You don't have hope. If you don't know. All these things are signs of you don't have hope. Hope. Uh, you see, a man with hope. Even in the greatest difficulty, is happy. Keep going. Hope keeps man alive. One time I was at Jesus Dancer campaign, and a demonic possessed man came there. And the van with written hope, healing. And he said, Why have you written hope? I said, Because our message is a message of say hope. This is what you are lying to people and destroying people. Why hope? I said, You need hope. Everyone needs hope. And we've come to give them hope. We've come to give them hope that it's possible to be free from addiction. It's possible to marry. It's possible to smile. It's possible to put your back, your, um, your past behind. It's possible. We've come to give them hope. I said, That is why we have come. It's part of the message. We hope that it is not over, over. Even though you are 55 years, you can still marry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not over. Hope is part of the message. Because hope keeps man alive. Hope keeps vision alive. Please, you understand? So he said, to give you hope and a future. When you look at how some people are living their life, young girls, young boys, 18, 21, 23, you could see they don't have hope. Listen, if you don't have hope, you are like a useless being. Because if they have hope, they won't be doing what they are doing. But God said, I should tell you, he has plans for you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Therefore, trust in him. Not me. Not me. That's why every day I bring you the word. Him. Trust in him. And don't lean on your own understanding. If you are struggling with understanding, which is key, ask. Ask your pastor. Go into the scriptures if you find it. Ask, get understanding. Because he has thought, the man is always thinking. I mean, when I say the man, God Almighty, he's always thinking. He's always planning ways. He's always planning. Hey, this guy, how is going? Let's make it easy for him. Amen. And he said, 32 verse 8, Psalm 32 verse 8, he said, he will instruct you and teach you the way to go. Amen. The way to go. If you trust him, then he can instruct you and teach you the way you should go. Hallelujah. If you don't, how can he? If you don't trust me, how can I guide, you? guide you? If yeah. you don't trust him, how can, he, how? how can he instruct you and teach you the way you should go? Yeah. Please read it for us. 
Psalm 32, verse 8. Mm -hmm. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. Mm -hmm. I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. He Amen. will counsel you. He will instruct you and teach you the way you should go. But you must trust in him. You see, as a pastor, I do the work of God. So I sort of now understand God more than when I wasn't a pastor. Because when I wasn't a pastor, I'm coming from the perspective of receiving now, I'm also coming from the perspective of still receiving a child, but yes. also as a worker. Yeah. Please, do you understand? Yeah. So, if you don't try, even me as a pastor, when I'm dealing with people as a pastor, the, those who trust in me, I see there's a massive flow. Yes. And I see a massive breakthrough. Yes. And those who don't trust me, I see hotness. It's like... I have few hot, H-A-L-T, yeah. like, I have few yeah. things to say. Yeah. And it's like, things don't move on because they don't trust. As I'm speaking, I can see and I can sense uh, that they don't trust what I'm saying. They, they, they believe to a point. They don't trust in me as a, like, a, a lady came here. Uh, it, it, uh, I, I said, I said, is, is that she's sick. What is the sickness? Have you been to the GP? No. What is sickness? You don't know, but the internet says the sickness must be tumor. I said, the internet, you've had it for years. I said, go to the hospital. Go to the hospital. Let them check you. Let them tell you what it is and come. And God will heal you. She's not happy. She's not happy. You see, she doesn't trust in me as a pastor that I know what I'm saying. You see, and it's also so she doesn't trust in God that God is real. God is intelligent. God is not foolish. If true healing work, what am I to pray that God should heal you? What am I to minister that should happen? Do we get it? What am I? What am I? It's because they don't believe that the Holy Spirit is intelligent. And they, they, they think of it. Think of why 12 tribes, why 12 elders, why 12 apostles, why 12 foundation, why 12 gates. Think of it. You think it's a coincidence? It's not. It's not a coincidence. Think of it. It's not a coincidence. Amen. So they don't believe. Like they don't trust. You could see you don't trust. You don't trust. Like people come and I'm ministering to and say, don't pray, receive it. And they, you see, they don't trust. I'm, they say, I want you to know they don't like they believe other than that they won't come that I should pray for them. But they don't trust in the method. In the method. So you can believe in God, but not trust in his ways. May you come and you want God to do it as you want it. But his ways are not your ways. I want you to understand the trust. The trust. Because when you went, you expect like Elijah, Elisha, that the man of God will come out and do... But the man of God said, I will not even see your face. Just go and wash. You see, he believed. That's why he came. But now he must trust. And he couldn't trust. It was the... Slave girl that spoke wisdom to him. So many believe. If you don't believe, you are far. But those who believe, many don't trust in the Lord. So he said, trust in the Lord. Do not lean on your own understanding. Your understanding is that it should work like this. It should happen like this. Why can't God do it like Why is it not like that? But please, I beg you, trust in him. Trust means the way he goes things. You trust. You don't know. You don't know. 
even to deal with a doctor, you must trust in the doctor to allow him to have certain procedures on you. If you don't trust in the doctor, you don't go on. So he should tell you that his ways are higher, his thoughts are higher. He has plans for you, plans to prosper you, but you must trust in him and do not lean on your own understanding. And he give you assurance that be rest assured. One thing for sure, his word, not somebody saying God say, God say, his word that he has spoken will never fail. The way he put it, guarantee. So as long as you are working with this word, as long as you continue in fullness, it will not fail. It will come to pass. Amen. Clap for the Lord. Do you love the love letter? Yes. He has good plans for you. Believe it. He has good plans for you. But you, you must trust in him. Yes, you, you must trust. You, you must trust. I, 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 even God is mysterious. We mix the spectacular with the work of God. Sometimes the greatest miracles of God is not spectacular. It's just a simple word. A simple instruction. The scripture we read, it said three things he would do if you trust me. He would teach you. So you begin to know things. You be, and, and he will instruct you. Instruction is specific. How to, what to, when not to, in real time. Teach you and what? Instruct you. Many don't like instruction. Many you can teach them, but you can't instruct them. And teaching is giving you the knowledge, the information. Instructing is telling you what you've been taught about, how to do it. Uh-huh. Many don't want like it. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. And it's also tell you in Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 9. That he is God. He is what? Faithful. And he keeps his covenant. Amen. He is faithful and keep his covenant. Yes, amen. To those who love him. Yes. Those who love him, he is faithful to them. And he keeps his covenant. And he, God, is God. The Lord is God. And he's faithful. He is faithful. Please read it for us. Mm -hmm. Deuteronomy chapter 7 verse Mm 9. Know therefore that the Lord your God is God. Mm -hmm. He is faithful. He is a faithful God. Mm -hmm. Keeping his covenant of love to a thousand generations of those who love him and keep his commandments. Amen. Connecting us to the word still. So he said, I should tell you that he is faithful. Many people are not faithful. Many people are not faithful. It's hard to find faithful people. Yes. But he said, I should tell you that he is faithful. And he keeps his com- covenant to those who would obey his commandment. He keeps it. So if you are obeying 
him in his word, as you put your trust in him and you allow his ways in your life, he said, I should tell you that he is faithful and he will keep what? Those what? Covenants. Amen. Of those who what? Obey him. Even up to a thousand generations. A generation is considered to be hundred years. So if a thousand generation means hundred thousand years. So your grand, your your children, grandchildren, let's go. One, one, one hundred thousand. But many don't realize that God is faithful. Because many are unfaithful. They think God is not faithful. But God is faithful. He is faithful. I beg you, he's faithful. He's faithful. He's faithful. And he will keep his covenant as long as you are obedient. Uh, There's a version that says, those who steadfast, those who are steadfast, steadfast, I want that word, steadfast in obeying his commandment, because that is an important word there. Steadfast means not every now and then. Have you seen that version? Not every now and then. Who has the version? Yes, I've got this. You've got it. Uh Now recognize and understand, therefore, that the Lord your God, he is God, the faithful God, Mm -hmm. who keeps keeps covenant and steadfast love and mercy with those who love him. Steadfast what? Love and mercy. So not every now and then. Steadfast means despite opposition, you continue. Yes. He continues. So he will not even just take his love and mercy just because of a small thing. But these are for those who what? Obey his commandment. His what? Commandment. Not only should you trust in him. Amen. But know that he's God and his word. Faithful. And all things work out for the good of they that love him. According to his purpose. No, to according to his purpose. Romans 8, 28. According to his purpose. You see, the, the message is one. Oh, the letter is one. So he's bringing out why being in tune with his ways are important. Yes, amen. Why trusting him is important. Because all things will work out for the good. According to his purpose. Not your will, not your prayer. Even though we must pray. God, prayer help us be in. Read it for us. Amen. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Romans 8, 28. Mm-hmm. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him and who have been called according to his purpose. So Amen. in all things, God work it out for the good of those who love him and has been called according, according to, to his, his purpose. purpose. Amen. How will you know God's purpose? How will I know God's purpose? The word. I cannot think what God purposes because his thoughts are what? higher than mine. I cannot say this is God's way because his ways are higher and the gap as far as the heaven is from the earth, so is the difference. But this make me know whatever they say make me know that this is his purpose. And all things work what? Accord for people according to the purpose of God and they that what love him all those things boils down to one same thing obedient to the word of God because when you read the Bible it said to show that you love him 
is to obey his command. Let's read it. John 14, verse 15. Amen. To show that you love him, show that what? Obey his command. Amen. Amen. Please read it for us. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. John chapter 14, mm -hmm. verse 15. Mm -hmm. If you love me, keep my commandments. Amen. If you love me, what? Keep my commands. Okay, so if you love God, what do you do? Keep his commands. 14, verse 15. Uh, 14, 23. Amen. Mm -hmm. Jesus replied, anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My father will love them and we will come to them and make our home with them. Amen. Amen. So he said, anyone who loves me what? Keep my commandment. Mm -hmm. So when we go back to the scripture in Romans 8, isn't it? 28. That's it. All things work out for what? For the good of those who love the Lord and according to what his purpose. How do you love the Lord? So we can rephrase it. All things work out for the good of those who keep what? His commands. So things do not just, all things do not just work out for good because we are Christian or because you come to church, but because you love him. Because you love him by what? Not saying I love you, but by keeping his commandments. There's S there, isn't it? Commandments. Commandment. And believe it, all things work out for your good. Yes. See. One time when, I, when we were moving here, Mama Hannah said I didn't share testimony. <laughs> I even forget about that testimony. and I've, I've always forgotten, but I just remember, remembered it. Before moving here, we found a place at the school. Because where we were, they were disturbing. I see you people remember. And we went to see them. I think all went down to about 1,006 a month. Just to have there for four hours or so. For three services. And there was a pressing need because the man was disturbing. So we decided to go on. And this is a school. Back and forth, all the letters, everything was done. The contract, everything was done. All we need to do is just make payment, then we start. And they ghost us. Do we understand ghost us? Or oh, it's for the young people? Ghost us means they ignore us, they didn't pick our cause. They didn't return our email. And this is a whole school in the United Kingdom. Does it happen like that? Never. Does it happen like that? Never. The only explanation I have is God prevented us. Because all the money we have saved for this place would have gone to them. And when this place has come up, we wouldn't have money to move in here. You see, all things work out for the good but not to they who would obey his commandment according to not the person's purpose, but his purpose. It was his purpose. And all we were doing was obedient, especially from a pastor. His church was my priority, his church first. I'm not trying to save money. Of course, you don't want to waste money. But I'm not trying to keep money for myself or something and hold what I believe in my heart is good for the church. So I realized it did work for our good. Amen. Imagine a whole school. Now they won't pick your call. They won't return your call. After contract, everything I've signed, you, you can imagine they could say no even at the beginning. Yeah. But now you could say, God, stop it. Amen. God, stop. No, no, it would have hindered us. Yeah. But God, what? 
Stop it. Amen. So trust in the Lord. Amen. I beg you. Amen. God is very real. Amen. He's real. Everything he says is because he has plans for you. But you must allow that plans to come to pass. Your own is obey the word. I always tell people. I always tell people. And I'm telling you. I am begging you. If you read the word. And the word says. Do not steal. Stop stealing. Don't steal. If you are struggling with stealing. Or let's say your life is, has been built on stealing. Tell God. Your words I shouldn't steal. I will not steal again. Help me not to steal. Be determined not to steal. Think, what can I do to stop stealing? Maybe I just need to cut down my expenditure. Live according to my wages. Or just what? Get a job. And the moment I get income, I won't steal. And just obey it. And believe me, you'll be better off. Believe me. There's nothing that the Bible says that you cannot do it. You see, when we think like that, we are saying that God is unreasonable. We are saying that God doesn't think. Because only unreasonable person will give us or tell us to do something that is impossible for us to do. Oh No, it's true. But God is not like that. God is not like that. Who I ask Renel to read this Bible in a year, in a year. But I can ask Pastor Dress to read this Bible in a year. Because I know she can do it. I know Ronel can do it. If you hear me ask Ronel to do that, what will you think of me? Her homework crash. She's struggling with her homework. I beg you. If you read it, and the Bible says, do not cook with red oil. Red oil. And you're thinking, ah. Okay, no, the Bible says, do not cook with yellow oil. And you are confused. Okay, you want to be, but yellow oil, vegetable oil is yellow. Olive oil is yellow. Whatever oil. You want to find out. So now, you don't understand. Seek understanding. But the moment you understand, cook, don't cook with it. That's the secret. And give me a year, you begin to see your life turn better. You, I trust me. The secret is obedient to God. To God. Your life will turn better despite opposition, despite difficulty, despite, despite everything. Listen, He has good plans for us, plans to prosper us, to give us a future and a hope, and not to harm us. He added that not to harm us. Not to harm us. If you think you're obedient to the word of God is harming you, it's two things. Are you actually obeying the word or you're obeying what someone says is the word? Or you're obeying something and you claim is the word? But obedient to the word of God will not harm you. Except you don't want to obey it. Except you are smarter than God. Your ways are higher than God. Oh, there are people like that. Oh, they know better than God. Their ways are higher than God. God is a fool. God should say, I should bring 10% of my tithe. Doesn't God know I need money? Yes. Your better ways, better understand. That's what it means. Listen. That's what it means. So, oh, <laughs> you don't know. You want me to quote the scripture? 
You see, your action is a message. Your behavior is a message. There's a scripture that God says, they call me father. If I am their father, where is my honor? He said, a daughter honors the father. So, it's not you saying his father. Uh, it's the honor, what you do, that shows. So, the way you honor the person, communicate a message. It communicate a message. He said, if you say I'm your father, where is my honor? Where, where is my honor? Where is my honor? So, all I'm trying to say, your actions speak louder. Galatians 5, he said, whatever a man soweth, we won't read it. He shall reap. Sowing is not what you say. It's what you do. What you say. And he said, look how he put it. He said, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. So it means when you do it like that, and that doesn't happen, God is being mocked. And he said, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Amen. So church, he has good plans for us. Amen. He has good plans. To prosper us, not to harm us. Not to harm us. Not to harm us. Have you seen a child? That the mother wants to bath. And the child is crying. Because the mother wants to bath her. Have you seen some before? The child thinks the mother wants to harm her. Does the mother want to harm the child? Have you seen a child? Five years old child. She'll go to school the next morning. And it's nine o'clock. And the mother says, go and sleep. And the child is crying. Why should I sleep? Why should I sleep? The child thinks the mother is being what? Unfair, wicked, want to harm her. Want the she also thinks that the mother wants her to lose out. But is it true? It, it's similar to us and God. Her sleeping early will make all the difference for her the next day. Mentally, emotionally, psychologically, school education, everything. Everything is the same with us and God. So that's why you just have to trust in him. You just have to trust in him. Have you seen a child, a child, <laughs> being given vegetable sauce or rice and she doesn't want to eat it? Eh? But, and she's requesting for, uh, what's it called? Even they don't eat pudding. Haribos, a pack of Haribos. And when you see the way the child is eating the Haribos, you could tell the child to the child, this is health, this is delicious, this is nutritious. Is it true? It's the same with many of us in dealing with God. I didn't, and Jesus, no, that's what I said, you have to be like little children in order to enter. Little children are detected to by their father and mother. They are told what to do. They just do it. It's the same if we are going to be children in connection to God. He has to tell us what to do. And he has already told us what to do. And his plans for us. Two or three more scriptures. Then we will go. Matthew chapter 19 verse 26. Are you getting the message? What is the message? Okay, hold on. Just give me a second. Everybody pay attention. What is the message? God. No, that's not the message. But it's good you've picked that one up. The message is 
God has thoughts. God has plans. He has his ways. But his ways are not like our ways. Even her, her way is different from my way. Every Thursday, even what we eat, we can't agree on what to eat. We end up eating different things. Because every Thursday I work with her, Jesus dancer. We eat different things, isn't it? Different things. Not, not talking about her. <laughs> every Thursday. Yeah, 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 understand. Sometimes I want to drink Coca-Cola and she's drinking water. And she's also drinking. It's like me alone, I'm some way. You, you understand? It's like as for them, they are health conscious and media. <laughs> so I'm just saying, even we, different ways. So he said, his ways are not your ways. And he said, it is higher, advanced. And it's thought. So, because, so that means he cannot lower it for you. You cannot let your five-year-old daughter ways become your ways. It will destroy everything. So it means there's only one way we have to go for, his way. And he said, because his ways are higher than you, you have to what? Trust in him because he has plans for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, to give you a future and hope. But for these plans to be fulfilled, you have to obey him his word because what his word when sent forth his word will never fail so as long as you are obeying his word you will see it manifesting in your life this is the message this is the letter i should tell you i brought all the scriptures to show you that what i'm saying is biblical that's how he has made me amen yesterday he told me to tell you people he said, tell them, varieties, he created varieties. People are not the same. And people will never be the same and shouldn't be the same. And that we don't need to be the same to be in agreement. Unity has not got, it's not the same as similarity. And when he said it, I started looking for scripture that says that. I couldn't think. And this dawn, when I was baffing, I was still think, looking for the scripture and say, you don't need the scripture. Just tell them. <laughs> because everything he tells me, I always back it with scripture. He said, just tell them. I know scriptures about unity, but I was looking for a scripture that would say that we are God-like variety. He created varieties. You see? But even now that I'm talking, I have heard, he said, but he said, he's telling me, but you're a fool. <laughs> it's not like an insult. Because I didn't see, because it's in Genesis. The Bible says he created different animals and different plants. Isn't that varieties? And see how he blinded me? I didn't see it now. It's there. He created different. The Bible says different animals and different varieties of what? Plant and herbs. Yeah. <laughs> so you see, not by strength. You see? Wow, God is good. <laughs> Amen. So that, that is the message. And Trust in him. Believe it. And as you follow, as you follow, as you follow, you will see. You will see. If you go to invest three years and you do all that the lectures say, after three years, you will know whether it is worth it or not. You can try the same with God. But if you are there, you think degree doesn't matter and you, you feel a, a modulo and you don't do this. At the end of the day, you see that your three years will be waste because you will not get to what? Graduate. Do you know universities like that? Yeah. yeah. Because of one model, you will not graduate. Many people finish university, they don't graduate. 
And you people think they have finished university. He has finished university. He didn't get. He can't get a job. He has no certificate. Even though he's been there, he has finished. He didn't graduate. There's difference between graduating from university and finishing university. Three years, whether you pass or not, is your years are over. Am I lying? You finish. But whether you graduate is a different thing. Aha. Uh -huh. So next time, find out. Did you graduate? Do you have a certificate? Aha. Uh -huh. Because if you have finished uni, you get a job. Because those of us who haven't even been to uni, we have a job. I've been to uni anyway. <laughs> now let's read the Matthew 1926. Amen. Matthew mm -hmm. chapter 19, verse 26. Mm -hmm. Jesus looked at them and said, With man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Amen. The reason why God wants you Amen. to trust in him and rely on the word. The reason why he sent me with this message for you is that with him, with him, all things are possible. With man, there are many things that are not possible. If you are at least 30 years old and above, you will know this. Yeah. With man, with man, many things are not possible. But with God, all things are possible. Meaning the impossibility of man is possible with God. Why don't you want to trust in such one that with him all things are what? Possible. You don't trust in him by saying I trust, but by obeying the word, the commandments. It, it has S. It has a, If you are determined to obey the commandment, it gets better. It gets better. And it gets easier. You understand? And you will not lose because all the impossibility will become what? Possible. The same Romans 8, the 31, we read the 26, says, if God is for you, who can be against you? Who can be against you? So once again, point us, whatever your fears are, it's only one person or one thing that matters, that God is with you, that God is for you. If he's for you and with you, no one can be against you. Nothing can be against you. So once again, you can see that he is the one that matters. Please read it for us. Yeah. 31. Ah, amen. Mm -hmm. Verse 31. What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? If God amen. is for you, who can be what? Against, against you. Some time ago, as when I started as a pastor, maybe my first year or two years, so much fear, so much attack. Hmm. And one day I was praying, I wow. was worried. I, wa I was worried. Then I heard the Spirit ask me, what would a thousand arrows do to a man in a concrete room? Nothing. What will it do? Nothing. So why are you worried about the thousands arrows? Just worry about the concrete room. Just make sure you have the concrete room and you are in the concrete room. That's all. Amen. That's all. Amen. <laughs> That's all. In other words, all that matters that God is with me. Yeah. That I'm following God. That he is my shield, my protector. That's all that matters. So yeah. if God is for you, who can be 
against you. Many fear our enemies than God. Yes. Yes. Forgetting that if God is for us, God is for us, our enemies are no match. Many think and concentrate and pay attention to our enemies more than God. It shouldn't be so. Last but one scripture. Philippians chapter 4 verse 13. Philippians chapter 4 verse 13. Amen. Amen. Philippians chapter 4 verse 13. It says, the same God who takes care of me will supply all your needs from his glorious what? Riches. Hallelujah. Please read it for us. Philippians chapter 4 verse 13. 19 please. Oh sorry, verse Mm -hmm. 19. Mm -hmm. And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. Amen. We'll meet all your needs. Note, we'll meet all your needs according to what? His riches. So God is very rich. Whatever needs you have, he is rich in those needs. Needs means, rich means abundance. Rich, you know, when when somebody is rich, we say uh, he has more money, isn't it? But you hear people say, the land is rich with natural resources, meaning more of natural resources. The land is rich with gold, meaning they have more what? Gold. Please, you understand. So he said, we supply all your needs according to his riches. So whatever your needs are, he is rich in those needs. Being a healing, being is just peace, whatever. He has it. He's rich in it. And a rich man there, even even his peanut is enough for a poor person. <laughs> you understand? I pray you all get rich. Amen. Yes. Because if you are rich, I will never lose. Even if you don't want to give, you give a peanut, which will be something. Yeah. So as for me, I want you all to prosper. I won't lie to you. I find it hard when people don't want people to prosper. Because you will never lose when they prosper. You only gain. Yeah. Even if they won't give you, a, at least they can't finish the champagne. They will give you some to drink. Yeah. You see, so according to his glorious riches, your needs, he's rich in those needs. You, you don't have it. Your world lack it, but he is rich in those needs. But not what he said. He will give it to you in Christ Jesus, not outside Christ Jesus. It boils back to the word. In Christ Jesus, where is Christ? Let me find Christ. Let me enter Christ. But he is the word. John chapter 1 verse 1. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word was God. 1 verse 14. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. We beheld him. So he is Christ is the word. Revelation 3 19 or 19 verse 3. Say his name is the word of God. So in other words, God will give you all. Will meet you at the point of your needs. In what? In according to the word, from the word, from in the word, as you obey the word, the word will only lead you to his glorious riches. Believe it. Believe it. Be- believe it all. Believe it. Believe it. I've seen you believe it. You read it for us. Amen. Mm-hmm. One verse John one. chapter one, mm-hmm. verse one. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. 
the 14. Amen. And we beheld his glory, the glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Then the revelation, revelation 1913. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. He okay. is dressed in a robe dipped in blood, and his name is the Word of God. The Word Amen. of God. So when he says it will be given to us in Christ Jesus, where, who is the Word? What is Christ of God? The Word of God. Don't take obedience for the word of God as nothing. I marvel when people believe in the supernatural than the word of God. I laugh at them. It's the greatest fully. Oh, yeah, because it's the word that tells us that there's something called supernatural. But the supernatural is just a few of the many things in the word. I know we like signs and wonders. And we will get many. We will get plenty. We will never stop getting it. But it's the signs and wonders. It's just one of the many things in the word. <laughs> one woman said to me, she told a woman to come here, and the first thing the woman asked her, do they prophesy in that church? Because she won't where they prophesy. Prophecy is one of the many things in the word. In fact, you can't do without prophecy. Because the word of God itself is a prophecy. Yeah, the word is a prophecy. It's called the prophecy of God. Yeah. Miracles. Where God is, there will be miracles. There will be miracles. There will be miracles. We have miracles. We've seen who in the stomach healed. With medical report evidence. We have miracles. We've seen things and we will see things. But all those things are a percentage, a fraction like that. What is in the way? It has many more. It has many more. Our last scripture. So God will meet you at the point. He wants to, but it will not be outside Christ. It will not be outside the word. What you lack, he has it plenty. He's rich in it. He's rich in it. A pastor works at a good mine in a uh, Obwase, a place in Ghana. And he was saying it. How they have to go deep down. Very deep down for the good. And what he was saying, uh, can I have your Bible please? According to the pastor, in fact, he did mention the figures. I, I'm not a good person, I've forgotten the figure. But he was saying if they get good the whole day, maybe this size, Every day, solid good. They say the mind is a very rich mind. And say before they get this good, this size, they have to dig tons. Yeah, tons and crash tons of stones before they'll get good that size. <laughs> Amen. Last scripture, Isaiah 40, 29 to 31. 40, 29 to 31. Amen. The reason why I said the story of the good is, look how we have to go deep down the earth Amen. and take tons of sand, stones, before we get this small amount of good. Mm -hmm. But where God is, is paved with good. Amen. Amen. He is paved with good. Amen. Amen. He is rich. 
What you lack, he has it. Hallelujah. What you lack, he has it. He has it. Please read it for us. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 29 to 31. Mm -hmm. And he gives strength to the weary. and He gives strength to the weary. Other versions say he gives power to the weak. Are you weary? Do you need strength? He Mm -hmm. gives. He will give you. Uh And increases the power of the weak. He increases the power of the weak. Are you weak? Do you need more power? Financially weak? Yes. Morality weak? Mm. Ask him. Amen. He'll give him more power. Yes. Amen. He will give you more power. Mm. Uh-huh. Even youths grow tired and weary, mm-hmm. and young men stumble and fall. Mm. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. I want the version that said, those who trust in the Lord will renew their strength. Hope is the same as trust. Wait, those who wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. Their strength. Amen. Their strength is God. Hallelujah. If you trust in the Lord, if you hope in him, you renew your strength. Amen. Amen. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. So they will walk and not what? Faint. They shall mount up with wings, wings of but is they who Amen. wait or hope wait or, or hope trust, trust in Amen. the Lord? Hallelujah. It, it, it's yep. it's about God. That's why it's important. You come Sundays. Yes, because Tuesdays is different from Sundays. What you hear on Sunday, you won't hear on Tuesday. What we do on Tuesday, you won't hear on Sunday. If you give me the word and prayer, I will choose the word. Believe me. Yes. I will choose the word. But if you truly choose the word, you will end up praying. You cannot truly choose the word and not pray. Because the word from Genesis to Revelation speaks about prayer. Jesus had to teach a whole parable to teach us to pray. But you can pray, and right after prayer, you go and be wicked. You go and be sin. You go and walk in foolishness. You go and do opposite what God is. Yes. 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 I've seen great people who pray everything, and the error they have been in, even you say an unbeliever will not be in that error because they don't read the Bible. They don't read the Bible. Last, I was asking myself, how can... People who are pastors, God has called, be involved in certain error or even backslide or even a Christian brought up from a Christian home and everything backslide. I could only come up with only one answer to my question by myself. They don't read the Bible. They've stopped reading the Bible because there's no way you will be reading, studying the Bible and you'll be involved in certain errors. It's not possible. Because when you yourself read the Bible, it has a way it talks to you. And the impact is greater. Very great. And it's like you, you see things for yourself. Praise the Lord. So church, all I'm saying is he has plans for you. Plans to prosper you. To give you a future. And a hope. Not to harm you. Don't be deceived by the deception of the enemy. Not to harm you. It's for your good. But understand that you don't understand when it comes to God. Amen. Understand that his ways are higher and he has his ways. 
that if you want it from him, by him, it will have to be his way. Because his way will never fail. When it comes to God, accept that your way is nothing. It's nothing. When it comes to what? God. Accept it. Embrace it. Make peace with it. And go for God. Trust in him. Trust in him. Trust in him. And his word that you put your trust as you trust in him will never fail. And believe, trusting in him is by what? Obeying the word. And all things, whether good or evil, believe it, will work out for your good. It will turn out for your good. Believe it. He said, I should come and tell you this. This is his letter to you. <laughs> he said, I should come and tell you this. Yeah. Plus, plus, I should tell you that he likes varieties. He created varieties. We all don't need to be the same to be united. We don't need, we don't need to be the same to be one speech, one purpose. We don't need to like the same thing to be one in unity. We, no, no, no. That is how God has made it. Even twins are different. Aha. Yeah. Uh -huh. Twins are different. So if your partner is not the same as you, be happy. Amen. Imagine, uh, you don't believe it. Be happy. I said be happy. He doesn't need to be the same as you or she doesn't need to be the same as you. You just have to love him or love her. Okay, imagine you have two children. You want to wake up five o'clock and pray so that you can leave work and go seven and come back at five because you are also a career woman. And your partner also wants to wake up five o'clock and pray and also a career man. Oh, imagine the house. Imagine how it will clash. So when your partner doesn't, is not keen and doesn't mind waking up at 7 o'clock, be happy. Be happy. That's why he, he or she is able to take off what? The children. This is just an example to explain that we don't need to be what? The same. But we just need to be united. One speech, one understanding, one people. Amen. We all don't need to have the same hairstyle, the same style. No, no, no. The same celebration. No, that is the beauty. Some need to be uh, roses. Some need to be what? Hibiscus, isn't it? Some need to be what? Mention some. Lilies. That's the beauty. Roses. Uh -huh. Some need to be singing bed. Talking all the time. Some need to be parrots. Some need to be... Like the, <laughs> it's God. See the beauty in it. Amen. Some need to like rice. Some need to like potatoes. Some need to like lamb. Some need to like fish. It's good. Sweet and sour. Hot, peppery. Nando's have got new pepper. Very hot. <laughs> all, is, all is beauty. Because I should tell you this too. All is it. You understand? Some need to have flat. Some need to have... Vindabu, uh, some need to have Land Rovers, Golf. It is all good. It is all good. Yes, yeah, some like food. Some like dressing. Some, they, they are just there. All is good. As long as you are, it's not wrong. It's not a sin. It's all right. Yeah, the beauty is in the difference. Yeah, and with unity, that's all. If you look at European Union, they speak different language, but they are one. America, do you know it, is it was different country? They call it states. But they are one. And every state has its laws. They are different. But they are one. They are not the same, but they are one. So you don't need to be the same. 
You understand? That's why some have big, some have flat, some have. <laughs> All is beautiful. Don't, don't give yourself pressure. The one who will love you will love you just for whatever you are. God has made him like that. Because some also like, some like, some don't mind. Just believe it. No. He said, I should tell you, I'm telling you the truth. Believe it too. I don't know who I'm speaking. I'm delivering my message. This is two messages in one. I'm able to say this because he didn't give me scriptures. If it was right now when I was standing here, he showed me Genesis. But So believe it. Just be yourself in a good way. Appreciate yourself. Grow yourself. Develop yourself. And that is what makes you unique. Amen. Don't try to put on other people's hair, other people's but breast and all. No, no, no. Don't do that. God, believe me, if we bring four guys right now and say they should choose, they will all choose somebody different. So if you change yourself, the one who is meant to choose you will see you will not recognize you. And you will not be what they like. It's true. Because beauty is in the eyes of what? The beholder. Do you know what beauty is in the eyes of your beholder? You don't know. But when he sees, you know. So just develop yourself. Just, just be happy. And you, you are good. You are good. You are beautiful. Let's give the Lord a clap offering. And you are blessed. May we please arise. May we please arise. You have heard the word of God. You know what this word means to you. I just want you to lift up your voice and pray in connection to this word. Just pray. Among other things, you want to ask God, amen, to help you to trust in him. We believe you have been blessed by the teachings of God's word. For audio CDs, videos, books, and other information, please visit our website on www.devotionallightchurch.com God bless you.